Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome. Blog Talk Radio. This is Master Griot Radio, channel 13 on your NBBTA internet radio dial. I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I am your host for this moment in time. It's time for purpose-driven words, shaping thoughts, building minds, true wealth, communities, and legacies. If my words had wings, they'd fly to you each day. Welcome to the Digital Drummer, Jim Newson with Urban Tech Talk on the radio. I'm also Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I'm and I am your host for this moment in time as well. So, welcome to this edition of the Digital Drummer. And today, Sunday, November the fourth, as we close out a fourth quarter. We are expecting some exciting guests. We have a new round of guests coming forth from the Urban Tech Fair that will be on the show. As we wait for Jim Newson to connect with us as he calls in, we are just going to share some news from the Urban Tech Fair social media network. Now, um, you can find us on Facebook. We have a group that's Urban Tech Fair. We have a fan page, Urban Tech Fair. You can also find us on Twitter, Urban Tech Fair, and on LinkedIn as well, and Black Planet. So we have a few pages, and we will be even growing, we'll grow even more. But right now, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Black Planet, you can find us on. And on these platforms, people report great news. There's great information. If no other reason than to find out what's going on in tech, what are the various different things happening, what competitions, what opportunities there are for funding, for jobs, education, what is going on in the tech world, please check out our group on Facebook Urban Tech Fair, check out our fan page, check out our Google Plus page. We're also on Google Plus. So we wanted to start, we are two days before elections. So we do want to first remind everyone to vote. Vote, vote, vote. And even more importantly, tell other people to vote. And extend yourself past your choir. Because if you feel like you're just singing to the choir, then go step further out to those who may not normally be in your circle and just share with everyone to vote. Make sure you vote. When you pass someone on the street, say, hi, how you doing today? Make sure you vote. Make sure you vote. Just keep saying it. Now, in that, um, there has been some reporting on the various social media networks about straight party ticket voting and saying that the um, 
may be trying to do a sin by making it difficult. Now, straight party ticket voting, the process and the voting process is a lot of times differ per city. Um, they Philadelphia has a, a YouTube video out to tell you what to do to vote straight a straight party ticket. It's pretty simple, but um, there's been some reports that it's a little bit different in other areas that you first have to vote for the president, and then you vote for the rest of the straight party. I'm not sure what it is. You know, do take the time to find out. you got a couple days. You really just have one day. Take the time now. Go online, call, find out what processes. Are there anything new? Make sure your voting place hasn't moved or anything like that. Take the time to find out what's going on in your area and what are their processes. But just to, since information was going around, some information is not relevant everywhere. So make sure what is relevant for your area. And next we have from Norm Bond, who's one of our active members on at the Urban Tech Fair. Norm Bond is also president of the National Alliance of Market Developers, NAMD. And they are coming up on... Philadelphia is coming up, the chapter is coming up on its 11th annual Buy Black Holiday Shopping Expo. It takes place December the 8th, 2012. They are looking for vendors. Vendors, 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 come out. This is the one time where you have the opportunity to attend an expo that's been going on for over 10 years where people come out specifically to buy black. So you have great, unique products. It's very affordable. I think it's it's under $100 to vend. And just if you're on Facebook, just search out NAMD Buy Black Expo. If you Google search it, you'll come up with it. It's on Eventbrite. So you can go to eventbrite.com and search out NAMD Buy Black Expo. Same thing on Facebook. There is a fan page, Philadelphia NAMD, Buy Black Holiday Expo. But just the words NAMD, Buy Black Expo, will bring it up in the search. Then there's a fee for vending um, for attendees. It's only $5. It's great networking. It's fun. Um, we're shopping. It's December the 8th, so it's the time that you're doing your shopping. So make your list, check it twice. We will be checking back with Norm to find out who are the vendors thus far and what type of things that they have. But guaranteed, you know you're going to be able to find, if nothing else, you're going to be able to get great jewelry. You're going to be able to get great artwork. And you know you'll be able to find great books. And you know there are going to be pocketbooks and clothing. So just those are great. All of those are great gifts, great side gifts for people. So bring your shopping bag. I'm pretty sure they'll have cards. You'll be able to get some cards. And you can just do your shopping, make up the gift right then and there, and just cut your work in half. But it's always and books are also excellent gifts for children. So you see, black books for children is excellent gifts for children because you know that 
And, you know, you know they're going to get the games, they're going to get the fly gear, they're going to get the electronics, and nobody buys the get the books. So be that person that buy books for the young people in your family, friends. <clears throat> be that person that buys them some books to add to their library. And um, <clears throat> and we want to say a shout out to our guest number eleven four ninety three. How are you today? Just a shout out to our guest in the chat room. And we also have Mr. Newsom online, so I'm going to bring him on before we move on. Hello, Jim. How are you doing? I'm doing so great, doing great, that, sir. The reports I'm getting from my East Coast friends and how the community is coming together to support each other and to share the food and water and how they're dealing with the situation on the aftermath from Sandy. Uh, all of us on the West West Coast, our heart goes out to you. Yes, yes. Oh, and and thank you. And I'm in Philadelphia for our New Yorkers. Um, really, really, really. You know, we have Alan Nason. He's up in Stanton Allen. Um, we have Hassan Sharif. Um, they both, within the past 24 hours, have been on on social media. I've seen them both, so they may be doing a little bit better, but um, we're hoping, you know, things are good. Um, Hassan has posted, just give to the Red Cross. That's what we're at. They're asking for a $10 donation to the Red Cross, and that will be, that's a big help. You know, Red Cross is providing relief. So if you could just give $10 donation to the Red Cross. Um, there's also a gentleman, if you, you can find him on Facebook, Brett Scudder. He's in northern Jersey, but they are doing a coat drive and for coats and hats and um, gloves, things like that, to keep warm. They're, they are doing a, a drive, and they're taking those into the cities. For, um, they've finally gotten the electricity back, but... Um, if you want to help out that way, um, it's Brett, B-R-E-T-T, Scudder, S-C-U-D-D-E-R. You can check him out. Um, he does the S-I-S-F-I.org, which um, they do just do a lot of um, outreach for um, organizations, for abuse victims and different things. But they are doing a, a coat and warm clothing drive. And... Um, so, as Jim said, you have our prayers, and again, they would just like you to give to the Red Cross, $10. You can text it, just you, know, you can Google it, and just search out, you know, for the Red Cross, how to give. You can, you know, give, go to the website, you can call, or you can do it via your mobile phone. So, Jim, today I... Go ahead, sir. I was just about to ask uh, who we have on for today. You know, you've been focusing in, uh, on, on repping our city lately, and I know that right now, the, uh, as I said earlier, the East Coast is going through a few changes. Uh, San Francisco is doing some great things, though. They've got a lot of events coming up in the Bay Area, Silicon Valley. There's a lot of activity going on there for uh, African-Americans in technology. Uh, I know that Atlanta is, is coming up in the pipe. We've been talking with people in Atlanta in terms of 
establishing the Urban Tech Fair and showcasing Atlanta. But tell me, who do we have on on tap for tonight? Well, we didn't um, we didn't have a guest schedule for tonight because it has been so hectic between the storm and try, trying to keep up. It didn't really get a chance to schedule a guest. Um, we did reach out to some people, but I want to give them a little time. So starting in um, two weeks, which will be the 18th, we have a whole slew of new guests coming up. Um, so today I thought we just would report some news because we're getting so much great information into our social network. And we can share around a social network, but I thought it may be kind of good to share some of that information over here. Um because there are jobs, people are posting jobs, and a lot of tech challenges, um, you know, just all types of opportunities. Um, one of the posts we saw today was about Greed Trump's race, how to be a successful African-American in Silicon Valley. And it's a TechCrunch article, but it's, it's talking about a show that airs, which is the only black tech talk show coming out of New York. On 90.3 FM WHCR, and you can tune in at www.whcr.org. It's 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which would be 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you can just go over to www.whcr.org. But it's the only black tech talk show on FM radio in New York. So um, that is an interesting show. Uh, talking about what we have going across the uh, Facebook Urban Tech Fair group, you know, it always amazes me, Jackie. We have some fantastic people that are a member of that group and that are posting all across the spectrum from all levels of uh, technology, whether you're talking about education, uh, links to different uh, educational websites, where to find mentors and help on, on SAT tests, on general ed uh, uh, mentoring peer-to-peer, as well as uh, business, and as we always do, apps and uh, video games. So if you go to uh, Urban Tech Fair on Facebook, it's unbelievable the amount of information that you'll find. I did a post earlier this week just reviewing back. We have listed over a billion dollars in prize from mobile app challenges, from hackathons and, 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 and tech challenges across the country. Uh, Pioneer Radio, everybody's familiar with Pioneer N Radio in the cars, have just had in Vegas a $50,000 tech challenge that who can come up with the best idea for their app radio. And uh, CES, which will be coming up in January, is has a $25,000 challenge. They're claiming it's going to be the biggest in the world. I think that's in regards to uh, people and not money. But CES is one of the biggest tech shows uh, in the world. I always advocate that we as a community get out and participate uh, kind of going back to what you were saying about that ad uh, from uh, uh, TechCrunch on Greed Trump's race. You know, we've got to, you can't win a race if you don't know you're in it. 
You got to mm-hmm. get out there. You got to meet these folks, shake their hands. Whether events like uh, Digital Hollywood, NAB, BDPA, NAMD, these are, are, are major uh, business and tech events where you have an opportunity to talk one-on-one with decision makers to be able to pitch your idea, to be able to actually sit down and establish a relationship with venture capitalists. Uh, they always say, and what was uh, quoted in that uh, that article from TechCrunch about uh, how they didn't know any black entrepreneurs, is because we're not showing up where they're showing up. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. about the platforms. I'm talking about events like CES, Digital Hollywood, NAB. Uh, these are events where you can actually meet the person, sit down, have a drink with them, talk with them. Uh, find out what they're interested in and what what your interests are and develop a relationship because uh, that is the bottom line when it comes to venture capital and funding is people invest in people, not ideas. They they know can execute, can, uh, can get something done. And they find that out by looking in your eyes and hearing your conversations and getting your passion. Yeah, and that goes to what one of our um, oh, our former black leaders used to say, and that's only because he's passed on, but remember Lee Green says it's not about who you know, but who knows you. And that's the one of the points of networking and attending these events, even if you're not necessarily yet ready to present. As you start being seen around these events, when you are ready to present, when you do submit something, people will know your name and who you they, they have an idea of who you are. So um, that is one reason to really attend those conferences and various things. Now, we do have a caller. It's the same huh? with the tech challenges that they're having across the country. Yes. When you go to tech challenge or a hackathon, you may not be prepared to enter, but you're going to meet programmers. You're going to meet graphic artists. You're going to hear from uh, movers and shakers in the industry, and you're going to be able to shake hands with people and develop relationships that here to fall outside of your reach. So we've got to get in the game. We've got to get out there and participate. Things are going on. The whole world is changing around us, and we've got to become producers instead of consumers. Uh, we can't stand around and complain about what we don't have when we're not even out there trying to create. So uh, yes. I encourage everyone to participate in uh, tech conventions and, and, and shows, whether they be on the local level or the national level. Yes. Now, we have a caller from the 904. I'd like to see if they would like to share and say hello. Caller from the 904. Hello. How are you today? Hello. I'm doing great yourself. Doing great. So, who's yeah, this? This, this? This is German Shannon L. with Blacksonville Community Network tuning in to uh, listen to my, my tech family, you know, share some knowledge and information. I'm currently in Atlanta uh, working on a few digital preservation projects, but I look forward to uh, host the Urban Tech Fair when it's ready uh, in North Florida. Okay, all righty. That I've been knowing for years, 
He's been doing fantastic work in terms of disseminating positive information to the community in Florida. And the brother is active all across the country. I see his name coming up everywhere. Welcome. Welcome, Jeremy. Yes. Well, German, I'm making Thank sure I'm going to add you to the list so to make sure that you get all the updated information because we have it going. And um, so then we'll have you ready to launch. Tell so, us why you're in Atlanta. Uh, I know your base is out of uh, uh, Florida, uh, but tell us what's going on in Atlanta that's got you down there this, this evening. Well, Atlanta is just, you know, booming with, with all type of uh, startups. Um, I have a few partners that I've worked with over the years who are working on um, some projects. And um, as I mentioned, um, as far as digital preservation, of course, uh, the Gullah culture, which is um, the extensive culture from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, which correlates to, um, you know, the African presence on the Seacoast Islands. That's been a major, major uh, movement that's going on across the world at this time. And I'm just documenting, you know, with my family here in Georgia and South Carolina as well, um, working on a social TV project that I can't speak too much in depth about at this time. But uh, just keeping my hands, you know, tied into a few different areas, trying to, you know, continue to stay innovative. And, of course, well, Atlanta I, is, is is a mecca for black technology. Well, I know something that you can talk about, and that's the uh, your, your uh, website. And, you know, they talk about nobody knows black entrepreneurs. Here we have one live on the line. As I say so often, I am amazed at the people that uh, uh, I am so honored and amazed at the people that are supporting the Urban Tech Fair concert. Tell us about Black Zoneville. I know you've been around for at least 10 years, I can think of. Yeah, yeah, it's been 12 years. Um, Black Zoneville has went through some transitions over the years. Uh, I, back in 2002, 2003, we, we had a vision for what we all use now in Facebook, um, which was to develop a... a a portal, a platform that small businesses could benefit from, not only from a social networking standpoint, but just from a business-to-business -business standpoint. But, you know, technology took a drastic change, and um, we didn't have the financial and capital to keep up with it. But Blacksonville has still been a uh, resource to build a, a global community network just of professionals and people in business who can not only share ideas, but can help one another, you know, with their startup um, businesses. So currently we don't have um, a lot going on on our website, but if you Google Blacksonville for anything with respect to the black community, I think you'll be impressed with the information you'll find. And if you delve deeper, um, I'm sure you'll find someone that can help you, you know, get to the next level. Well, that's great. That goes back again to that message about uh, uh, greed trumps race. It was a great article. I don't know how many people seen it. But here's a brother that's been working hard to bridge our community, to empower our community, to, to lift up the uh, uh, Jacksonville area, and yet he goes unnoticed. And we've got to be able to spread the word, and as Jackie says, share, share, share. I mean, 
it, it ain't easy being online. It's it, it, it's a real time sport, and I know Jermaine has been there every day. I see his name come up on different groups. I know he's posting. I know he's active, and these are the type of people that we've got to lift up as the new uh, uh, image for uh, blacks in America. Those that are in technology, that are doing the grind, that are, are, are breaking new ground and making ways for us to follow. So, German, um, how would you say that um, we could support you? I mean, what can we do, you know, as a community, what can we do to support you? I could not ask anything more at this point than what you're doing, which is laying the groundwork for new startup initiatives and, and just the, the overflow, as um, as you've mentioned, you know, just the information that comes through the Urban Tech Group on Facebook. You know, I, I'm amazed, and I just appreciate, you know, having an extended family who's tuned in to tomorrow's technology and innovation. Of course, um, with the launch of the Urban Tech Fair, um, I think that's a major to-do in terms of, um, you know, bringing not only content but also the key people who can help execute a, a, a strong technology idea. It is about moving from idea to strategy to execution. And uh, you can't do that alone. No man is an island. So at this point, you know, I just continue to uh, perfect, you know, um, the idea for the most part, and I have you all in my my network, you know, and you'll be receiving the call um, when it's time to take it to the next level. You're afraid. Well, you will be receiving an email tonight from me. We have, um, we have, you know, um, knocked out our rules and regulations, and that's for anyone. If you want to be a city leader, um, we have people in about 17 different cities, maybe more. Everyone is not necessarily a city organizer, but there are different. There are definitely people in there willing to work. So if you're interested in being a city organizer and leader in your city, just you know, express your interest by emailing info, info, at urbantechfair.org. Again, that's info at urbantechfair.org. So we have our rules and regulations, and I'm going to send you that with the updater leader's guide. And what um, I'll be sending off to you today, specifically to our sponsors and partners and um, the um, active city organizers, um, we are establishing the core of our seminars, webinars, and tracks. And before we, you know, present to sponsors, we want to say, boom, this is who we have since we ourselves make our own resources. So we're sending it out to you guys first, German. And so if there is a seminar, webinar that you want to do, when you get the email, there's a form. Just complete the form. And, you know, if you want to do it as a webinar, if you want to do it as a seminar, if you want to do a series, you know, just let us know. And, um, you know, people who respond within the next 48 hours, they'll, you know, that information will be incorporated what to what with what we send out to the sponsors. So that, you know, helps shape our um, 
you know, are presenting. And then there's still a lot more room that will come from each city will, you know, still fill in. But um, we are our own resources. So, you know, we're reaching out to everyone who's, you know, working with the Urban Tech Fair to say, hey, what, what would you like to showcase? Uh, let me uh, suggest this uh, uh, since we're talking about money. Uh, Jermaine, have you reached out to uh, Mike Green at the America 21 Project? Jermaine, still online? Chairman? Maybe he, he's, he's on, but maybe he can't hear us or something. Maybe he lost reception. Okay, because they are uh, a great source for startup funding. And Mike has uh, a, a, a grab bag of resources you can go to, such as Startup America. Startup America is part of uh, Obama's federal program. They have hard cash, and they're specifically designed to support and help startup companies with less than 50 employees that have been around for less than one to two years. And uh, they're a great uh, resource in terms of SBA loans, in terms of state and federal funding. Uh, you know, there's just so much information out there uh, that, that we can reach out to if we just share the information and share the knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did put it in the... Um chat room is in the chat room in German if you if you can hear us if you can it's in the chat room and which means it will also be posted all of our chat history is posted in our Facebook group so that's just simply facebook.com forward slash groups g-r-o-u-p-s forward slash urban tech fair now um Jim, some other news that we saw um, and um, spoke about earlier, but um, one thing is just for everybody to consider, and this is business and marketing and tech, but it's the power of email marketing. Again, where we're talking about reaching out and staying in the know, if you have a list, if you have people, you have email, you should regularly send out information and you really should use an email marketing service and they are they're very affordable and it's an excellent marketing strategy so once you send out regular notice then i mean you do then have to perfect having a good um subject line to make people open and content that they really want to read and that will drive but consistently contacting your audience will bear results. So that is something that we want to make sure everyone, um, Yule Young, and Yule is a dynamo out of New York, and she has the Griot Rolls Production Company, and she just does great work and posts all, all the business information, and she's a great resource for information, but she did you know, post about the power of email marketing. And I just wanted to reiterate that, you know, I'm a, I'm a marketing um, strategist. 
but I feel a lot of us aren't really using it, and too many of us are using our personal emails to blast out. But the problem with that, you have to do 20 at a time. And there are still those of us, believe it or not, that aren't doing blind copies. If you are sending out to multiple people from your personal email, please blind copy. That's the BCC. Unless people give you permission to share their emails with other people that they don't know, then always send a blind copy, which means it'll go to everyone you want it to go to, but their email won't show up. And um, so please do that. So even this day and age, I still get a lot of things that people aren't blind copying. And um, that'll also get you known for a lot of spam. And so when you think your email is going to people, it's winding up in a lot of spam folders. So, you know, do use an email marketing service. And another good thing about a group like the Urban Tech Fair, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who can design that, you know, um, just design that whole service where you build, you know, it's all based on a database, but you build a system where you send it out to everyone and they can build that themselves. Um, They call them listservs, all types of things, but doesn't matter, you know, the main thing you want to make sure that um, a lot of the services let you know if you're if you're going to be, you know, red flag for spam. Um, you can, you know, build a nice database, the ones that they let you know your bad emails. So it just takes away all of those things. And then they give you analytics. That's the great thing about technology right now. You can find out how many people opened up the email, how many people clicked on the email, and then what did they click on when they, um, if they clicked on any links that you have inside of your email. So I just wanted to share that as far as to take advantage of that. And so what other tech news do you have, Jim? Well, you know, there's there's so much going on. I've got a lot of feedback on the article I posted this week on 3D printing, whether it's killing manufacturing. And the question was, how is that relative? Uh, the price of 3D printers have dropped down to those of, of a standard printer. Even Kodak is making 3D printers now. And as you know, our society, I hate to say it about technology, but what's the first thing that they make with a, a 3D printer? They start showing people how to make actual guns, pistols, printed over the Internet, printed on a printer. Well, I'd like to switch that a little bit. You can make crosses. You can make ox. You can make cultural items and manufacture them directly in your home with a 3D printer. That is where technology is going. And, you know, we've got to start using technology to open up new markets, generate new types of products and services, and develop new sources of revenue. Um, Can you also use those things to make patterns and print? Yes. They can make anything in 3D. All right. Well, we definitely need to find a a better use. And and that's, again, that's awareness, which is so important. it's probably about the biggest thing the Urban Tech Fair will do. 
and that is why we have such a diverse audience. The Urban Tech Fair is not just for the techie. It's for the non-techie. And um, and honestly, we have, because we have a whole generation born in the tech, um, there are definitely a level of, of, of young people that are techie because they're, you know, they're more apt to tech than we all are. But they, what they have lack is not the knowledge of tech. What they lack is the exposure to being well-rounded and not being exposed to just the negative or gossip or, you know, some of the destructive sides, sides of things. So having a more well-rounded exposure with the aptitude for technology will um, just allow us to, to produce, you know, a lot of different things and give people options. Some people don't do better because they just don't know better. But giving more information, you know, giving choices, they will choose differently. So I think that is one of the most important things that we will do with the urban tech fair is, you know, increase awareness and also do it visually where people can touch and feel and actually interact. And, you know, that's important. So the tech challenge, we definitely have a tech challenge going on, but it's going to be more than that. We have the virtual expo and then the on-the-ground expo. And our family day is just going to be... Don't forget the video contest. Uh, we're going to yeah. be giving away an uh, uh, iPad to the one person that makes the, the best uh, uh, mini-video uh, webisode of technology in their community. So you can take out your iPhone and shoot your neighborhood uh, uh, boys club tech center or what they're doing in your church or what your city is doing. Again, the Urban Tech Fair is about promoting and highlighting, showcasing your city and what the good things that are going on right there. Because as Jackie just said, it's not that good things aren't happening. It's just they're not being promoted and there's no awareness of the possibilities and the opportunities that exist in our own backyard. Yeah. So, and on that video contest, too, we want you to, part of that is also going to be documenting your Urban Tech Fair experience. And i like to know, can I win an iPad, too? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, uh, everyone, for the video contest, you do get the opportunity to document your Urban Tech Fair experience. So, you know, just whip out your phone. Um, we'll be um, posting all type of phones, and I guess before the contest, they, you know, that'd be great for everybody. To let us know what type of phones they have, and we will be we'll report on phones, the ones that have great cameras, the ones that are great to use for videos, and we'll um, get to review Cornell University, which we're hoping to have him on. He's one of our um, playing guests and frequent um, posters. But um, he's good for reviewing products, and we have our product reviewers, and um, we're going to find out which phones have the best video cameras and the best cameras on them. And uh, which um, I know the um, Sprint HTC um, EVO 40 or, or 4. I'm not sure if it's 40 or 4, but one of those. <laughs> 
but I know um, an artist, a, a producer, who made a video of one of the songs they produced on the album, and he made the video for the song from his Sprint phone. And it's 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 really nice. So there are all types of things you can do. So we're just going to be excited about these great creations and about documenting, you know, your urban tech fair experience. It's going to be, like, really cool to see what's everybody's experience and how they view it and how they see whatever the urban tech fair is to them. So, you know, you get to go around and be a reporter Oh, uh, you know, I guess they're gonna be telling us how the Wi Fi, you know, cloud is working in the area and, you know, whatever they're gonna be reporting on. And uh, it's gonna be pretty exciting, so but I think I'm gonna be most hyped about the family day. You know, <laughs> you know how you feel about the community and about your your heart for children and for working with the arts. The arts are so important. I was looking at a, a video from uh, Quincy Jones from Digital Hollywood when Quincy Jones was there, and I wrote an article uh, about Quincy Jones said the record labels are dead, long live digital music. But he was expanding in that video on YouTube, not so much that you know music as we know it is dead, but the fact that we cannot live without music and culture and it's so inane to our lifestyle and whether you're talking about spoken word or whether you're talking about rap R&B rock, it's, it's essential to being part of your human existence that you're able to deal with uh, that cultural artistic musical side of yourself yeah and it's more than I, I really feel it's much more than a side, you know. It, it really is all of, all of you because, you know, a lot of times the cultural and all, that's just the way you, way you do things, you know, maybe why, why you may prepare something one way and someone prepares it a different way. That's just culture. That's just a cultural thing. You know, you know why at weddings, you know, our culture may jump the broom and another culture may do step on the glass and say muscle talk. There you know, those are all just cultural expressions and it does manifest, you know, throughout um you know, throughout our lives. Therefore it is also gonna manifest through technology. And it's gonna be great. Um now that's that's Friday where we'll be dealing with um the arts and entertainment and gamification. And the one thing that we will be doing on Friday is not just, you know, definitely there are workshops because we have, you know, independent artists, again, are entrepreneurs in business, and they are definitely looking for information about, you know, what is going on in tech and in their industry, you know. And a lot of people are definitely want to stay forward and on um they really want to know. So I know those workshops and seminars will be filled up. But even more than that, I want, you know, demonstrations of some of these technologies. Um, you know, um, these new technologies and different things out would be, you know, great to actually have demonstrations of those technologies so where you can actually go around and interact and, you know, and actually touch and feel. But what makes the sun, um, Friday, Saturday, family day is Saturday. What makes that so great is because 
will be, it's the whole family, there will be a career fair. We're going to have a college fair because it's for the whole family. And then all the activities on that day are going to center around STEM. So science and technology, engineering and math. So there will be demonstrations. Then we're going to ask BDPA that they have their youth computer technology. Um, they have, um, I know they have a competition. They have um, things for um, and STEM activities, so they will be there hosting it. We're going to have we stations. We still cannot be sedentary and dormant. Exercise is important for everyone to be doing at least 45 minutes a day of exercise. So how do we do that with technology? We're going to have our we station, our Connect station, our Xbox station, where people we can all go and you know get physical and and, and do some things. So even the young the young kids, we, we all have something to do for everybody. So it'll be a great hands-on interactive day, and where families can win passes to the museums and. So they can go to the science and technology museums and all of those different type of things will be happening on that day. So that will be really a fun day, really for the family. Um, and um, also with probably um, College Expo, we'll probably just, you know, ask every school board to come out and, you know, host what's going on, you know, in the, in the schools and in the district so that, you know, family members before college can find out all that's going on and what um, is happening or what can, you know, what what are the school district plans and in incorporating STEM, you know, into the into the regular curriculums. And, it, and there are a lot of times, um, what are the schools called, Jim? If you're not the standard regular public school, um, it's a public oh, school, uh, but not not voucher schools, but uh, I know what they you're get saying. the vouchers, charter, charter huh? Schools. Charter schools, charter schools, yeah, fine, uh, you know, charter schools, and there's specialty high schools and different schools for technology and all. So we'll, you know, even ask our um, each one had their, you know, school district to come out. And in this way, um, the whole family's engaged. So it's not just what the kid learns in school, but the parents will be there to also learn. And and then the parents, for you, those who are not aboard, you will be forced to engage the technology your children are involved in. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you will be forced to engage it so that you can understand it and understand why they like it so much. <laughs> and, and, and let me interject right here, because I've had a number of conversations over the last month. You know, we're always talking about the kids, the youth, uh, you know, uh, uh, bringing something, their future, which is the uh, uh, mobile app economy. But for those of us that have been laid off and, and put on the sidelines and retired that have these skills, they have spent 20 years in the corporate industry and business industry. You can go to a number of sites, uh, be there Web Academy, uh, be there Code Academy, where in a matter of, of less time it takes you to learn a, a foreign language, uh, six to eight weeks, you can learn how to write code and be qualified to be employed at 20 to $30 an hour in this whole new field. 
So, you know, we are older that we must look at it too as, as as a stepping stone for ourselves and not just our children. Yes. Well, I want to give a shout out to Ted Tillman. He's in the chat room. And I'm hoping, Ted, that you will call in. The number is 646 716 7994. Again, that number is 646-716-7994. Ted and anyone else listening in, please call in. We'll be we have we'll be streaming for 12 more minutes. But Ted, call in and share with us about your software. He has a wonderful software he has for um, tutoring youth, and that helps them. You know, it's like a, a homework helper because Ted's you know. You know, states that the working parent and it's a lot of single parent and, you know, and they're gone for so long, you know, the time, the travel time to go to work, come home from work, be gone all day. Then you have to come home and fix dinner, that they don't really have a lot of time to sit down and help their children with their homework. So this is a great program that he has that helps tutor children of all ages on all levels and all um, disciplines. And he's developed this software himself. So, Ted, if you hear us, um, <laughs> just um, come on in and call in and share about. And he's up in New York, so I am trying to connect Ted with Hassan because he wants to be a part of that team. Um, again, another example of, of the wealth of knowledge, skills, and expertise that uh, we have available right next to us. Again, I, I am always amazed and totally honored by the people that are supporting and participating in the uh, Urban Tech Fair. And, Ted, you know, we truly appreciate you and everyone that posts and joins the group. And the Urban Tech Fair is about promoting you, about lifting up all those people that are out there in the trenches fighting right now to develop a, a, a better more informed, empowered community through technology. Definitely. Now, Bonnie Bracy, again, she's another one. Um, right now, you know, through um, the beginning of 2013, we will definitely be focusing, our guests will be coming straight from our social media community, the, our, our frequent contributors. These are the people who are contributing lots of great information. We want to get them on and hear their voice. Bonnie Bracey, she's our education. She, you know, she focuses in on education. And um, one thing, she has a timeline. She has a photo that um, shows how one of the fastest growing occupations um Occupations in America, 80% of the fastest growing occupations depend on the mastery of math and science skills. And, you know, so that's like the value of a STEM um, education. And it's also the highest areas where blacks are growing in. So, and then, so that's the twofold statement. Um, blacks are taking a high percentage of the jobs in STEM. So that's good information, and it's also MythBuster, where you think we would be the last ones behind. So um, if people believe that, you know, blacks, that they're not going to like science or math or engineering, that's too hard, you know, that's obviously a, false, a, a falsehood because we're one of the largest growing 
segments in STEM jobs. So um, we can definitely master those skills. But um, So if you want to know why our family day totally focuses around STEM, um, that's the main reason. And it has to be a family affair because the children, they're still dependent upon adults. So it's not enough that our children learn. We have to be engaged in part of that process. We cannot keep just sending our children to school as if the school's a babysitter. Just send them off and let them come home. We have to be part of the process. We have to be part of their schooling. We have to be engaged in the schooling, what's going on at the school. And, and we need me, to... Uh, yes. Touch in here, because what you're saying is so important. Not only are the schools not a babysitter, but that Xbox is not a babysitter. That mm-hmm. cell phone is not a babysitter. That computer is not a babysitter. We as adults have got to be involved in every aspect of our children's life. I was talking to a group over at uh, Black Nerds on Facebook uh, earlier today, and they were, they were talking about how, you know, we're lacking behind in education and all the myths. But the truth of the matter and studies show through Nelson reports and so forth that uh, middle and upper income people, when they give their child a smartphone, they don't just say, here, go do your thing with it. They preload it with educational apps and games. The same thing with tablets, with Xbox. Xbox is a web-connected unit that you can access and do online learning more than just playing games. So when adults get involved with their children, and participate in the activity, then they can see the advantages and make their children aware or at least guide them to uh, sites and programs and games that will empower their children instead of just entertain them. Mm-hmm. So that's just the, um, that just, you know, you just stated it all. You know, so um, it definitely, these aren't babysitters. Television, none of those things are babysitters. They can be great, great tools if we search them out. But um, we're family, we need to interact. And and parents, you just have to know what's going on in order to help your children truly navigate the world and also to, to get the best out of things and not just the worst. So, you know, the whole thing, say as I, do as I say and not as I do, that is, so doesn't work. <laughs> but um, I think it'll be fun. I think we'll all have fun when Urban Tech Fair comes around in your city. So we are scheduling them for 2013. So just get aboard. We have David Mahama. Al-Nizan, Hassan Sharif, Herschel Daniels, German, Shannon L., um, I myself. Um, we also have Serenity Moore. Um, we have, oh. Um, Cynthia Renee Walker. Frazier. Cynthia Renee Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We, we, have, we have so many people. There's over almost 500 people now that are participating in the uh, Facebook group. And we have, you know, four active uh, uh, sitting mayors. 
We have uh, uh, leaders of organizations like the uh, BDPA. Uh, uh, we have people NAMD. from the mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh We have recognized names uh, uh, from across the spectrum. Uh, some of the top black technologists in the country are supporting this concept of empowerment through technology, promoting access, education, and commerce in our own neighborhood. Okay, Ted is saying he's in queue. Okay, let me bring him on. Hi, Ted. Hi, Jacqueline. How are you? I'm doing great. Welcome, Ted. Hi, how are you? Glad to be here. Right. Uh, you, you both have brought up a, a lot of excellent points, uh, and, and I'm excited about, um, you know, people hopefully following up on that, uh, you know, the different tools that we need to utilize to be uh, even more successful uh, at moving forward. All right. So tell us a little, no, introduce yourself, I, I, Chad. Uh, Right. Okay. Uh, I'm so excited that you were able to make the call because as we were just talking about how, you know, uh, African-Americans are the, uh, the major consumer of electronics, and most people give their kids a smartphone or a tablet and send them to their bedroom. Here you develop programs that not only help the kids with their educational assignments, but enable them to do peer-to-peer uh, uh, mentoring as well, if I understand it correctly. Uh, that, that's correct. Uh, my background is, is very uh, broad and uh, fairly fairly good technology. Um, I, I, I wrote and designed uh, educational software as a tool for parents to be involved with their child. Or, uh, and what, what it does is it supplements what, what, what is being learned uh, as you know, uh, business and the private sector and school system cannot always be in tandem. So we have to explore the differences in between what's going on in the classroom and what's going on in the workplace that's evolving so that we can kind of build a bridge so uh, to ensure greater success through uh, preparation, through exercise, information, and so forth. So, are your pro are your programs available for free, or is there a cost or subscription based? Uh, th- there is a cost. Uh, it, it it costs. I believe we have it at uh, twenty to twenty five dollars at this point. Mm-hmm. And well, what is what before is before we stop streaming? Before we stop streaming, why don't you give our listeners your URL? Because in about two, three more minutes, we're going to stop streaming and we'll just have to be able to pick it up uh, through iTunes. So give them your URL real quick. Make sure that people know where to find you. Okay. Uh, my URL is teacheroncall.org. Okay, so you said teachers on call? Teacheroncall.org. Okay. Mm-hmm. Already got that. So go ahead, Ted. Yes. Continue, Ted. That's it. And uh, what it entails are math programs, there's English programs, there's civics programs to learn about how the government works in terms of law and policy. 
uh, we're also coming out with a science program. And each of these programs also entails, you know, a, a variety of learning tools and techniques. Uh, they're quite extensive, and they work on a computer. Uh, so more and more, we're going to evolve it to work on the smartphones. We're going to evolve it to work on the uh, tablets. Uh, we're going to try to put forth a lot of different tools that can be utilized uh, in addition to games, but to give someone an opportunity to uh, learn more, you know, take a, taking their learning experience to the next level by learning how to do these technologies as well. Mm-hmm. You're okay. I think I just hear it in the background. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure. I, I'm new to this, and it's kind of funny that no matter how technical we are, there's always <laughs> new experiences and so forth. So I'm I'm uh, grateful there. Okay, definitely. There are always new experiences. Jim had dropped, but he just called back in. So I'm going to get you on in a minute, Jim. I'm waiting for the computer. Mom. Okay. All right. So I have you back on, Jim. <laughs> so we did get the URL in, and it's in chat room, but it's yeah. teacher on call, and it's a great software, very affordable, and like $25 or less, so you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, um, Ted, I'm glad you called in. We're definitely going to have you on the show. Now, um, who I was telling you is Hassan um, Sharif. Uh-huh. And you can connect with him in our in the Facebook group. But he is the um, city organizer for the New York Urban Tech Fair. They're looking at having it in May or June. And it's Hassan Sharif. Okay. That's his name. Establish a relationship with the uh, Betty Shabazz Center. And they're looking to put the Wi-Fi corridor down there as, as well as have some workshops at... Uh, uh, NYU. Uh, Hassan's background is in the music industry, and uh, uh, he'll be uh, focusing a lot of the workshops from that perspective. But uh, as we know the importance of, of education in specific STEM, uh, science, technology, engineering, and math, and how with this new age, as uh, Jackie was speaking earlier about charter schools and voucher schools, as parents are trying to find a better way for their children, they can also go online and get programs such as yours to actively help their children. That, that's correct. Because mm-hmm. That's correct. Because one of the exciting things is that it should not matter wherever that child is. We should be able to provide them with a quality education and quality support. Oh, yes. Now, I know I know that uh, you're not the only one uh, providing these services. You may be the only African-American providing these services. But relative to uh, uh, sites or places a parent can go if they want to homeschool or, or, or get involved with their child's education, can you name a few? Uh, in terms of other businesses, it has been uh, quite available as far as large uh, uh, 
uh, companies such as Score and, and a few others, uh, I cannot think of many that have uh, worked on and developed the type of software that I have. Um, I'm sure it does exist, but that's part of the issue is that sometimes the solutions are not readily available. And I think that this type of forum is one of those that are going to be key in bringing the different types of solutions in our community together. And, and that's what I'm excited about that. You know, I wasn't necessarily uh, in favor of charter schools when the phenomenon began. I felt it was taken away from the public education system. But, you know, I've met so many educators that have now gotten involved that are telling me about the success stories and being able to work with the children one-on-one in the smaller class size. What's your opinion on a, a charter, charter in a, a private school? Well, I think that charter schools are a growing business. Uh, there's, there's a good aspect uh, in that there are, it seems, smaller class sizes. There may be additional flexibility, whereas curriculum is concerned. Uh, however, I, I still have a, a, a reservation as to the structure of school and how uh, businesses have a role or should play a greater role in development of the educational resource that a child should, uh, you know, bring to the table upon achieving an education so that the classroom experience itself is not going to be enough moving forward. And because of the added tools available, then I think that there's a gray area, and that area is going to be, uh, you know, one with a lot of opportunity to in, in to, to bring mentoring programs. I think uh, bring uh, the different uh, uh, organizations to the table that can give added value. So the charter schools, I'm a little bit excited about it. However, I uh, I always ask folks, well, where are you? Uh, retiring from. So there's, you know, are, are these folks uh, covered somehow in the type of dedication that they put into their career uh, and that sort of thing. So that that's unclear, in, in my opinion, uh, because it's such, it's, it's young. It's still at a young stage. Well, the thing that moved me, uh, moved me to the side of charter schools is that the uh, public education system uh, based behind George Bush's uh, No Child Left Behind is more focused on on tests than it is on on the, the learning and 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 problem solving ability uh, uh, for the kids. Uh, we know that technology uh, allows us to instantly find answers, like the calculator changed the whole uh, uh, math uh, paradigm in school. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the post that I put up last week about how in Ethiopia, with the one child, uh, one laptop program, uh, they're now just dropping them into uh, uh, back villages in Africa so that kids can teach themselves. And I'm... Go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, uh, excellent point. Uh, one of the reasons why uh, that I also worked on this project 
was that I felt that you, you can't just teach a person how to pass a test. And, and I have experienced recently times where if the technology isn't working, the uh, person would they would have to go get their manager in order to figure out what kind of change I should get from my purchase or how much the tax should be. And I think that that happens quite a bit. So what I feel is that, you know, there are times where you have to uh, expect quality, and if you don't get it, you're going to have to say, okay, I guess I'm going to have to ensure that this happens, you know, and, and that kind of is, is a little bit of the old school that my parents brought to us was that, look, we don't always seem to get the same opportunity, but there's nothing wrong that we shouldn't be able to elevate. And and one of the ways to do that is to create programs that say, okay, look, I need something that's going to make sure that my child doesn't just fly through school, get passing grades, and then they get to college and they have to take remedial courses because they can't write or they can't pay. Well, they've gotten great grades. Well, what happened? And at that point, it's too late. And that's exactly the type of problem that my soft software addresses because I utilize my extensive uh, technical background and said, well, look, I, I need to put something in place that when this child gets through this program and they show me because it provides them with a test and it and the test changes every time they take it. So, you know, they're not going to be guessing. They're mm-hmm. going to have to know the material in order to maintain the grade. Mm-hmm. And the more they interact with it, the more they learn. So well, some, let me, but the, 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 let me the, switch the, our uh, subjects here. Uh, uh, English uh, and math. No. <laughs> uh, it, let, let's talk about the, the business of entrepreneurship. Uh, yeah. You started off talking about how the um, Silicon Valley doesn't really recognize or know of any uh, black entrepreneurs. You're another example, the third person you've had on this phone call. Uh, that started a dot-com business from the ground up. Can you tell our listeners some of the the issues or uh, the story behind the development and and the profitability or the expectations of profitability for your company? The possibilities, oh, goodness. Uh, That's the exciting thing about technology is that there are so so many possibilities. Uh, Actually, my son was the first student. He he was the test subject. And he brought home a report card that got my attention very quickly. He His report card, I'll never forget it, because our children do those types of things to us. Uh, he brought home a report card with three Ds and a C. And I said, oh, no, uh, we're not having this. This was at the end of October of that particular year. By March, he was on the honor roll and he stayed on the honor roll consistently. And so what he did was he, we went, we sat down and went through the different uh, uh, subjects and, and so forth and assessments. And uh, he uh, was able to recognize that other people could utilize this type of uh, tool. From uh, Silicon 
Valley perspective, I think that the problems that we observe, we have an opportunity to turn those problems into, you know, face those challenges and, and meet them with uh, creative solutions. Uh, we certainly have to be creative because, you know, the resources are not always pulled together. And I think that that's one of the key issues into bringing the entrepreneurs together is that they're not always connected. In other words, sometimes the person that has exactly what we need is right there in the same neighborhood or even cross-country. And because of technology, that's no longer uh, you know, a, a precipitative factor for success not to occur. Because of technology right now and forums such as this, you know, I hope to see it occur even more because what I'm bringing to the table is uh, uh, just one piece. We think of education, but we have to expand that conversation to include training and development. And what kind of training and development? To earn money to make a living so that if we're new to technology or we've been laid off, that we can still connect these different type of platforms. Uh, there's not a whole lot of difference in between one subject versus another. They each have their rules. They each have their language. They each have their relative usefulness to a business. And so there's a multitude of potential and being able to explore entrepreneurial uh, uh, projects that can engage each of those uh, particular. Well, mm -hmm. Go ahead. I would I would assume that uh, you uh, funded your company out of your own pocket, and I would say generally with less than a uh, hundred thousand dollars. One of the things that I tell people all the time is that in terms of getting an uh, innovation uh, 21st century mindset, we've got to look at investing in our own community and that you can invest a ten dollars or $20,000 investment into a company like yours could on the, uh, out of a five-year uh, uh, time frame could probably return more with sales and everything as you expand your business than a person would get from buying a... Uh, uh, a, a house. A absolutely. Uh, one, one of the things, yes, and, and I did. I, I uh, pay paycheck to paycheck, sometimes day to day. Uh, but uh, the the fire, the passion uh, to provide uh, an opportunity to provide um, a solution is is tremendous and, and well worth it. But uh, at times, it, it, these type of projects do take time. The key factor is recognizing that we have to be, uh, you know, you know, you know, we have to be uh, really there as, as a village, as a community. We have to say, look, uh, someone else outside is not going to come in and create competition for themselves. You know, we're going to say, look, uh, you know, quality. We we do that. And uh, that has been expressed in many of the different areas that we've excelled in, particularly sports, music, and so forth. Well, why not education? Why not business? Why not science? All of these things are right there, and there's, there's nothing preventing that. So uh, I do think that at times we, we've got to be, uh, you know, on point 
to uh, invest in companies uh, that are doing these type of projects because it certainly will pay a return. The numbers are there, which is why uh, 